chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Hello and welcome to the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. Uh, I'm still not Evan Roberts. I'm Luke Hillen, uh, joined like last week with Thomas Dick. Yeah, uh, Evan is still guy. Uh, he is the jump on Twitter. He is facing the wrath of softball nerds throughout the land who he who think he's just an awful official scorekeeper. It's pretty funny. Um, they're not wrong, but anyhow, we'll uh, we're gonna start off first. I just want to throw out a couple before we get to our main gig, which is NASCAR. A couple big ARCA notes this past weekend. Ty Gibbs wins yet another race. Uh, he wins at Mid Ohio. Car still doesn't have a sponsor. <laughs> that car either and, and uh chase briscoe wins uh america or an arca west race at sonoma um yeah with good. a car with a car full of sponsorship there we go doing it right also in that race uh bridget burgess finished eighth i just have on her on their interesting story her mother who is a lucas uh oil off-road racer is serving as her crew chief so you know that might be an up-and-comer someday how old is Bridget Burgess? Uh, she is 19. Wow. And it's funny. She's from Australia. And I like when I was a kid, every time someone went to Australia, like a young uh, female, they they spend the whole next three years talking about how they always want to move. They always want to move back to Australia. She says she doesn't want to go back to Australia. She's from Australia. <laughs> she wants the racing to work out because she doesn't want to have to move back. So. <laughs> All right. This fun, fun little note. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's let's hop into the Xfinity race. I didn't get to watch it live, but I uh, I, I taped it and, and watched it before the Cup race on Sunday. So we uh, we started off with a bang in the <laughs> first corner of the first lap. Mister Wreckers and Checkers or Checkers, Noah Gregson gets caught up I, I would say bad luck uh you know run through that corner somebody in front of him I couldn't tell who gets gets a little awry in in the dirt kicks up a bunch of dirt and Gregson followed right through him and, and tore up his race car um, yeah mul multiple people kicked up dirt um and he he was the unlucky one so what, what's our scoreboard right now we have a Check, checkers. Well, yeah the, the the wreckers uh have a have a resounding lead over the checkers right now for noah gregson um and honestly i i feel bad for him i, I know he's he's a little bit of of a tough character to listen to in interviews but that that interview you could tell he's just dejected he sounds helpless uh it's it, it was sad to watch and, and he's not a bad driver but god he's he's had some issues this year and, and you know uh, what did he, he joked at the end that what is she, it was kind of a funny question that they asked him there like, well, what are you going to do now that you wrecked on lap one of the race? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's he going to go over to the merch hauler and have a white claw or something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I personally, I hope it's a mango white claw. I just, <laughs> a, a couple things I took from that. A, it was funny because uh, Jamie, how? Oh, uh, yeah. The sideline reporter. Yeah. Yeah, she had she had him she had him as the the racer to watch all race so well you know before the race started in the lead up i can't remember if it was mikey waltrip or whoever said it but someone said that gregson referred to himself as a as a road course ringer or specialist or something yeah like that, which yeah i'm not on the research but that that's an interesting self-proclamation and then the other thing um 
like when she was talking about watching him all race, she's like, yeah, he said it's going to take uh, one to five laps to figure the track out. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he uh, he didn't make it to uh, the corner two. Um, so currently Wrecker six, Checker zero on that scoreboard. I, I'm like you, though. I thought the, the post-race, post which for him was one turn, that was a tough watch. And you can tell he's dejected. And hopefully he's got a good support uh, program over there. I don't know how much um juniors over there you know giving these guys advice but um hopefully some of the other guys are are you know taking wonders wing because it's a tough time and you know what it can't get much worse and he's still in like 11th or 12th place so yeah that's the thing they they showed the standings at the end of the race and he's still right there in it uh so uh, you know it's not like i'm a big fan but i, I don't hate the guy i'd like yeah. to turn it around uh lap 19 harrison burton ruins his car in the same place Gregson did so we got two contenders out um Allmendinger ends up winning the stage followed by Sindrick, Haley, Jeb Burton, Justin Allgaier um Gibbs, yeah, they, Hemrick they, and Lally were all in the top 10 they short pitted so they didn't get any points Kalik cars three the top four in stage one yeah Kalik is so strong it's it's really impressive um yeah they they did show I can't remember. It might've been right after Burton went through there also. They showed the closer look at that corner and you can kind of see there's a little spot. looks like a little pothole or something. It, no, that's no good in turn number one there. But yeah, uh, the, the it was interesting. Obviously we learned it pretty quickly in stage one. Is that they were saying you can pit and you can get gas or you can get tires, but you cannot get gas and tires at the same time. Yeah. I assume that's because a lot of the pit crew members that work double duty on weekends are probably drama. Yeah. Yeah. That was a strange little wrinkle. Uh, What what I found out about that is they made them stay in pit road 50 seconds. 50 seconds seems like it was enough time to do both, but uh, although I guess not because what's his nuts was 47 seconds and he only (laughs) got the tires. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It was a, it was a weird setup and like, if you're going to do that, like, you know, we, we sent a probe to Uranus. Can we not get lights that tell people when their time in pit road is up? The fact that we're, we're having people time shit with a stopwatch is amazing to me. Um, I mean, the, it, it goes my, back to not having a better way to get pit road speed than uh, hitting a tachometer or whatever. Yeah, I mean, clearly the race, the Xfinity race at Mid Ohio is a little, maybe a little underfunded, a little, little, yeah. little less resources across <laughs> the board there. But still, you're, you're right. It, it seems like there could be a pretty easy solution to that one if you're going to have a minimum pit time. So, um, Gibbs and Hemrick start out front um, of stage two. Allgaier, we considered him the third, third of three favorites uh, before the race. He retires on lap twenty. He finishes thirty fifth. Um, yellow flag at lap 42, some pit, including Sindrick, Snyder, and Brown. And then Almendinger passes Gibbs on the restart with eight to go. Yeah, I mean, it was Almendinger, Gibbs, Sindrick, and, and everybody else was kind of having their own little race back there for most of this thing. But, yeah, uh, you know, pretty much the same as stage one up front. Uh, Daniel Hemrick, four laps to go in the stage. He blows a tire. And it was kind of funny. They they were showing him 
green flag still still out they're showing him barely making it around the track his tire is coming off you got the carcass is hit coming up and hitting the hitting the 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 wheel well there and debris flying everywhere and i don't know if nascar wasn't watching or or what but <laughs> it, it was it was pretty funny no caution he ended up making it around and, and getting into the pits but uh, i got a kick out of that yeah the second uh, time well, the second time we'll notice that they weren't paying attention there was also one in the cup race um where someone got away with some shenanigans but yeah yeah it was, it was funny uh lots of short pitting again right right before the end of stage two uh, with, with, I guess they closed pit road with two laps to go. So about four and three laps, there was always a, a pretty large group of guys coming in there. Almondinger did it this, this time around, uh, already got that stage one win, but they're showing his entire, they showed all 47 seconds of his pit stop live and the camera angle, you can see the guy on right on the other side of the wall. He's got his stopwatch and he's got his other hand and his, his hand is holding the little stop. He's saying, no, 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 no. And then he gives the thumbs up as if, okay, my stopwatch said 50. <laughs> so really tough look for the, for this guy who they were showing live and, and clearly he missed time to the, the 50 second deal. But, uh, you know, it, it was funny. They were talking about it. They were talking about that guy prior to the penalty being announced. Like, oh yeah, you can see Almendinger's got a guy there and that's his sole job. And then bang, he gets hit with the penalty. So that real bummer there. And, and honestly, it sounded like, you know, Walter and the, and the commentators were not optimistic about him making it back up. Oh, yeah. And, and that's like the get back coach. Anytime a, a, a football coach gets the uh, personal foul being on the field, you know, you had one job to do and you messed it up. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Uh, so, so Justin Haley wins the stage. Uh, primarily because of of the short pitting from the other guys although Haley was strong not to take away from Haley um uh Brown Burton Herbst Cindric LeBay Snyder Buford I, I have no idea who Buford is but Buford Brown and Annette in the summers ago number one car taking Texas. Jade Buford was on American Ninja Warrior on Monday Oh, wow. He's okay. a three-time American Ninja Warrior. He rides for the uh, spiked, uh, spiked vodka car, number 48. Nice. Um, big machine vodka. Okay. Okay. So that was the end of stage two. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty good race so far through the first two stages. Entertaining. Good, A little bit of good back and forth. And guys, guys that pitted making their way back up through the field. So, um, all right, start of stage three, Ryan Sieg, it seems like every race he <laughs> yeah. has not fit. And so he always starts stage three up front. And one day <laughs> those tires are gonna work. One yeah. day though. <laughs> we just gotta hope he doesn't he doesn't turn directly into the field like he did last week. Uh but yeah, so he starts up front with Cindric on the restart because everybody else had pitted. Cindric had short pitted. Uh 20 to go due to that caution. Um Sender gets away, great jump on the restart, no surprise there. Um, but, you know, five laps into the stage, you take a look at the ticker, and A.J. Allmendinger's already made his way back up from whatever, 25th to, to 10th. And so it didn't take him long. The commentators were less optimistic, although the guy whose name I can't remember right now, the owner of Elio Castroneves' Indy 500 car, who I guess is great friends with Almondinger, he did predict it that that Dinger Shank, something Shank, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also right there at the end, but uh, 
but yeah, so he he had he had faith in AJ, unlike Mikey Waltrip and the guys did. <laughs> I mean, I think when they were doubting it, I think maybe they thought it was the cup race, which you'd have a little more uh, tougher time. But a lot of those guys didn't have much experience um, racing road courses. So I was a little more optimistic. Um, I did. The only thing I did think when he finally got to the front, I thought Cindric would be farther out. And it looked like he was. It looked like he, uh, he had a double digit second lead. But uh, Jeb Burton you know, runs into the kitty litter with eight to go, you know, was it uh, Clint Boyer throwing the glove out the window or what? It, like it didn't, he did that or he caused yeah. a Some, something to get, to get a, a true exit into the playoffs. And then they boot them both out. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think there were shenanigans or was that? Uh, I don't know. I, not Jeff Burton. Maybe, maybe if it, where was Burton running at the time though? I think he was top 10. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Ward would allow that. No, uh, Ward Ward would not be, Ward would not be pleased. Um, yeah, uh, it was funny because they were you know they were talking about well Almendinger's done a great job getting back up front, but it, I think it was 13 seconds. He's 13 seconds out of the lead. That's that's tough to overcome, yeah. especially with Cindric, who was essentially just as strong as he was. So we restart four to go. Cindric and Gibbs uh, out front, but Almendinger shoots by all three uh he he gets or all two he he goes inside to gibbs for the lead gibbs gets willy-nilly he causes a net to get in the haley to get in the cindric knocks cindric out of the running he finished 14th um kyle uh chris wright brings out a yellow <laughs> to start a restart and brett moffett is going to start <laughs> on the front row and his effing cart <laughs> stalls out um i didn't i never looked back to see what that was but that was sad for him because he needs a win to get in um not that he was gonna outrace almondinger but you'll never know if you don't actually try it so we do the restart almondinger and gibbs on front almondinger gets away and then he's got haley as a buffer a teammate and uh, gibbs isn't able to to get back in it Awful last lap for Riley Herbs. <laughs> Might be some karma. He wrecked uh, Miguel Paluda, but then he got wrecked himself by Andy Lolly. Um, he was finishing fifth, finishes 21st, lose 16 points. Uh, we won't even get into Paluto. So that is the, the race. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another great day for college racing. One, two finished. Um, Junior Motorsports, on the other hand, not so much. Seventh place, 27th, 35th, and 40th. Yeah, I mean, one of their cars didn't even make two turns. Um, yeah, but, uh, but, but really cool for college. Uh, AJ mentioned it in the post-win the post interview, kind of a home race for them. I guess Matt Collig is about an hour for there, from there. So that's pretty neat for them. It seemed like they did have a lot of fans there at Mid-Ohio, which is cool. Um, so the top 10 was AJ Allmendinger, Justin Haley, Ty Gibbs, Brandon Jones, Andy Lally, Brandon Brown, Michael Annette, uh, who's Barry, Michael, Josh, Josh, Josh Barry, Ryan Sieg, and Josh Williams. So a little bit of diversity there in the top 10. Uh, kind of cool to see, see everybody seems to really like Andy Lally. So, so nice to see him with a top five finish. 
uh, Michael Annette in the summer as a go, number one, pretty solid top 10 finish there. So, uh, you know, all in all, it's the Xfinity series at a road course. It's, it's what it's going to produce. Um, they interviewed Ty Gibbs after the race. <laughs> he's young. He's young. But he, he straight up called A.J. Allmendinger's move on the four to go restart dirty. Like, that's pretty strong to call to call a seasoned veteran on a restart dirty for just kind of squeezing out everybody else. It's like, he, he came from the second row. He, and Dinger had even said he was really surprised that Cindric took the outside instead of the inside on the restart. And, and so... It, it opened the door for, for Almondinger to make that move. He kind of squeezed Gibbs a little bit there, but that's what, it, that's what, you know, that, that's what you got to do with four laps to go to get up front. Well, I even, I like, I, I didn't think anything of it when I watched the race. And then I heard the interview. I was like, Whoa, what the shit did I miss? And yeah. I went back and I like watched it like three times. I was like that, like there to cry that that's a dirty uh, move or whatever. That is one of the weakest dirty moves I've ever seen. Yeah, I just I think it just shows his inexperience a little bit. You know, maybe on iRacing and 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 in some in go karts and stuff, guys aren't going to do that. But he, AJ even said it when they interviewed him. AJ said, "Well, I know those younger guys would have done the same thing to me, and so I was just trying to make a move to get up to the lead." Uh, you know, this, we're not in Formula One. Like, yeah. cars are built to 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 make contact. It's physical. Racing. Well, and well, I I find it funny because Ty Gibbs won a race at Dover yeah. where he did not pass a single car without bumping them first. He yeah. would bump them to get them off speed a little bit and then go by them. And if he thinks that's uh, dirty, wait till he loses a race at Martinsville or Bristol. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, yeah. So you know, maybe. Uh, maybe it'll be one of those things where Gibbs kind of realizes hey, this is just kind of how it goes at this level. But. Well, and uh, hopefully, like like we said with Noah Gregson, hopefully someone took uh, Ty aside and said, nah, you know. Yeah. Settle down there, champ. Um, so a little points wrap up here. Um, in with wins are Cindric Almendinger, Jeb Burton, Justin Allgaier, and Myatt Snyder. Three that are fairly safe, Hemrick, Harrison, Burton, Haley. Uh, four that need to keep balling. Brandon Jones is plus 36. Jeremy Clements, who had issues, was plus 25. Michael Annette, plus 17. Noah Gregson, he's the last one in right now, plus 15. Um, the, the one thing I will say for him, he's in 12th, but I don't see anyone behind him getting wins. Yeah, that that and that's kind of the point I was thinking when we were talking about him earlier is that He's not in great shape, but he's in despite yeah. how bad he's been. And the, the Xfinity series is just so top heavy, probably the first 15 ish cars being way better than everybody else. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I, it would be shocking if Gregson doesn't get in. I think he'll get a win prior, prior to yeah. class, but, and, but And then chasing Brandon Brown is minus 15, Riley Herps minus 45. It seems like every race. He he can make up a lot of ground, but then he peters out at the end, like he did this past one. He lost about 15 points, as we said on the last uh, lap this week. Yeah, it's a tough look for him, and you know, to a degree, especially because the 98 finished second in the points last year. And, yeah. But that being said, Stuart Haas as a whole is so down in the Cup Series. You got to think that probably translates a little to the Xfinity Series. But you. Herbst, it, he he's probably in a, a bit of a pressure situation right now. He's got to start producing some results, or I don't think you can, I don't think you can afford to be in a top team in the Xfinity Series and not not knock off a few wins. So, yeah. 
Alrighty, so that is Xfinity. Pretty good race. I enjoyed it, and I, uh, I'm just a little sad that Mid Ohio, I don't think, has the infrastructure to to yeah. host a Cup race because I think that would be a, it would produce some good Cup racing. But yeah, good they just areas I, and all that. Yeah, yeah, they don't have the grandstands, and it looked like they had a pretty good crowd. You know, just sitting on their little Coleman chairs and whatnot. And I had, I'm from Ohio, so I had a lot of friends that were actually at the race and said it was a great a great event so yeah cool okay on to the on to the cup series um before the race even started kind of neat they got kyle shanahan san francisco 49ers head coach out there i thought he did a good job with the the general or the uh drivers start your engines he kind of gave a shout out to the fans told them how much they're looking forward to having them back in levi's stadium so i thought that was neat and he gave a he gave a powerful drivers yeah stuff and well and they were very heavy with nfl guys earlier in the year and then recently it's been a lot of the uh corporate sponsors yeah so it was good to see him do that also uh, guy fieri was uh oh. do, doing the pit lap so yeah glad you pointed that one out yeah uh last time i was at sonoma which we talked about in the lead up uh, i was supposed to go to a dinner that guy fieri was supposed to cook dinner at and i was i was in college and I was up there with my mom and my brother and sister uh and I can't remember the circumstances I think my sister just decided she was sick or something didn't want to go to dinner we stayed so you didn't get to go to flavor town so yeah I missed out on a Guy Fieri dinner which is a bummer but fun little story that nobody cares about and it's probably why we got less downloads last episode than when Evan's hosting but no big deal (laughs) uh so Early, early, early on in the race, Christopher Bell, who has won on a road course this year, hits pit road with with an issue. I can't help me out with what 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 did they say his deal they was? They said he wasn't getting yeah he wasn't getting gas to the yeah they they opened up the rear part of the car which yeah. you don't see all that often uh, when he went into pits. So it was either that or the flux capacitor, one of those two. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, rough start for the twenty car there, um, and then. You know, they were talking about what was it? The competition caution was it was was at ten laps, and yeah. the crew chiefs are all basically saying they're wasting these ten laps figuring it out. They didn't have practice. They didn't have qualifying. Fox didn't really talk about that. I don't know. Maybe they should have had Toyota racing development guy on there to explain <laughs> the rationale here. Yeah, but, I mean, it it did seem like some real ad wizardry by NASCAR just. Like they hadn't been there in two years and yeah. no practice. So, hey, let's spend part of the race where we should be going balls out, like just trying to figure out what we got. Yeah. And then, so <laughs> I think this is the first time I've noticed this a ton of short pitting prior to the competition caution, not even waiting until yeah. the so <laughs> that, I got a kick out of that. Uh, but it makes sense. You know, I, I, I'm a nerd. And so I listen to, I listen to Chase Briscoe's in-car audio, his communications with his crew chief and stuff during the race. And, you know, he's that he's giving them so much feedback early on, on where the car's good, where the car's bad, what they need to adjust, stuff like that because they didn't practice they have no clue they just rolled a cold car out there and so it made sense for for a number of reasons for those guys that did that pitting before the competition caution uh make your adjustments get some track position when everybody else pits but uh you know say what you will about the stages and stuff like that i guess it'll happen one way or the other but when there's a planned yellow there's going to be some of that so yeah 
Mike Joy lets us know uh, he gave out some fake Cody Ware news last week. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't his best career finish. It was his best finish of the season when he finished 30th. So I was glad he corrected that. Um, he got to say Cody Ware one more time, this time without a sigh. So that's good. Um, Hopefully Cody Ware's SID gave him a stern talking to, and that's what led to this. <laughs> that would be legit. Um <laughs> Kyle Larson, uh, Chase Elliott, they're the thing, the whole stage one. They're out front. Larson wins stage one, followed by Elliott, Kyle Busch, Truex, and Bowman. Who was your pick on this race? I picked... Elliott? I feel like I picked Elliott. I think you... No, no, I picked Truex because he was going to be super mad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty clear early on that this was going to be a Hendrick show. Yeah. with with Larson and Elliot at least, but yeah. So Larson won every stage last week at Charlotte, right? Yes. And won stage one here, so good for Larson. Uh, stage two, Kurt Busch and Maddie D did not pit at the stage break, so they started up front. Um, Kurt, honestly, uh, it, surprisingly to me, at least stayed out front. He and I yeah. love it when that happens when those guys when those guys take a pit strategy move and, and ended up being able to hang in there on speed. So that was, uh, that was cool to see William Byron finally passed him, but obviously uh, Larson, Larson was on the prowl there. So that was evident as, as you keep up with the ticker and, and watch all these guys passing. I mean, it's, it really is crazy how hard it is for some cars to pass and then other guys it's just yeah. take, but Larson. It, was, it seemed like one car a lap, one car, a Almendinger, and the the Xfinity was two cars a lap. And yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Bubba Wallace, tough multiple tough breaks. First stage in the pits, speeding on pit road. Uh, right at the end of the second stage, gets a uh, gets a flat tire. Made it to the pits. Pit road was closed, so he had to stay a lap down. Um, which it seemed like he was lapped down pretty much the entirety of the start of the race due to these things but uh yeah i guess i won't spoil what happens to bubba later on but bad luck to start off then uh larson he went stage two he's won seven out last nine stages like i don't know they got to figure it out because as they said like most races at sonoma you don't want to win the stage like you want a short pit and they were so good they didn't have to worry about any of the shenanigans um larson logano bowman and the brothers bush <laughs> i put wait no only one of them uh that's a bad copy paste kurt bush uh elliot byron kyle bush are the top seven yep final stage uh again kurt bush and elliot don't pit so they start out front elliot takes the lead with 45 to go we're gonna go get some bogo wings at hooters you know, started Chase, Chase Elliott's the, the road racer. He's not going to lose this one. Um, Kyle Busch was looking strong. I think he was your pick. Yep. Uh, he had to pit earlier than he wanted to. 36 to go. Tires are starting to look bad on the cars. Um, it looked like the outer coating was, like, coming off. Um, so he, he pits with – yeah, he pits with 36 to go, which is uh, way too early. Um Larson passes Elliott with 33 to go. We've decided he hates Bogo. We're now pissed at Larson. Just ask him to be a good teammate. Yeah, cancel the reservation. Not only to chase, but to 
consumers around the world. Yep. Uh, Larson loses the lead when he pits, but he gets it back 22 to go. Um, which is sets up, it doesn't look like it's going to be a good, uh, race. It looks like Larson's going to run away with this thing. Yeah. They were, they, we start getting into the conversation about who, who's going to have gas, uh, to finish the race who, because his strategy is just so all over the board uh, at all these road courses, but Sonoma specifically. And so, and not only gas, I mean, I guess tires were starting to become an issue too, but with 19 to go, the double zero of Quinn Half saves the day. Uh, anyone who may have been short on gas is basically on the same pit strategy as everybody else on the rest of the race. Now everyone pits. Um, <laughs> Mike Joy with his classic, uh, and it's the double zero of Quinn Half, <laughs> which you know you've come to you've come to appreciate those Mike Joy moments. Uh, we restart with 16 to go. Logano, I'm trying to. Did Logano not pit after this Quinn Houth caution? He had he had pitted. I think he pitted right before. Yeah, he did. And so it worked out great for him. Yeah. He, he essentially short pitted the caution, not not that not being the strategy, but it yeah. worked out. But he was fast and, and he's and he's out front. And and that you wouldn't have known. He, they were he was not being talked about at all. I don't know that they mentioned Logano more than two or three times the entire no. race. Uh but but it uh you know, Larson, Elliott, Truex, they're very clearly the three fastest cars. Anthony Alfredo, after this restart, he was up in the top five, got some got some love, but he was clearly slower than Truex. But Truex, because they were so packed up, I guess, had a really hard time getting around him. Um, but uh, 15 to go uh, after the first lap of that restart, Larson takes the lead. Doesn't really look like it's not much back and forth. He's he's up front. And he's he looks like he's going to run away with it. Um, they also bring up Corey LaJoy, who had had a great race to that point. He was running third, uh, and then three laps later, he was still up in the top eight or ten. He was he was right up there. He was running well, and Ross Chastain just just totally dive bombed him into that, into that short corner. I don't can't remember the name for whatever that really tight corner where they go five miles per hour through it is but Chastain flies through there LaJoy's screwed Harvick major damage Byron Bowman bad for those two Hendrick cars so we get another caution with 14 to go and they talked about this a little on TV but the reason it was such a big deal to me is because Briscoe's team Briscoe was in like I don't know 15th at the time and Briscoe's team was fired up about it because the 42 who caused this caution, he's the reason yeah. for this caution, yeah. cuts across that entire the key totally hole. cut off the track. Yeah. And, and and somehow NASCAR allowed this and he restarted at the next restart in like seventh place. And the yeah. 43 did it also, but to a lesser extent. It, it was just totally, I don't know if I don't know. It was strange. Boyer kind of made fun of it, but he didn't really rebuke it i wanted a strong rebuke and i wanted nascar to be <laughs> criticized for it because i, I would have been all for a rebuke it reminds me uh there's a play you see in little league sometimes runner at first or, or no runner at second and they'll put a bunt down um and if it's little league only one umpire you don't even have to touch third because the umpire is looking mm -hmm. at first and you just cut it you know <laughs> just run straight past the pitcher's mound home um, it was like that. And he passed like nine, 10 cars uh, and, and he was going full speed. Like, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I was so. irritated with that, uh, thinking that, that Briscoe had a chance at a top 15 there, but oh well. My favorite broadcast moment is uh, of the race is Clint Boyer firebombing Chris Myers, who's not there. If you watch some of the pre-race shows, like Boyer's the butt of all the jokes and he doesn't get to, to, to fight back much. But with Chris Meyer not there, they were showing a Westminster dog show highlights <laughs> and he just talks about Chris Meyer being groomed uh, more than the dogs, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, five to go, a weekly Cody wear appearance. Um, he has a dust up with Ryan Priest. Um, he was on his way to a season best race. He was in 29th. Um, but a wounded Ryan Priest, I don't know what he was trying to do. He pulls back and onto the track with about five or six cars still coming. Um, yeah, I, I felt bad for Priest because he made it back onto the track. <laughs> Wait. Yes, Priest was back on the track. Yeah, but where where came flying out of nowhere? Yeah, from off the track. And no, where was where was on the him. track? Where was on it? He was coming through the S's at a high rate of speed, and Priest came out over the, <laughs> the track. The Priest and, came out and T boned him. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, uh, like at first I thought maybe there were Arca breaks involved, but no, he he pulled out in front of him and. Uh, that was that was a strange sequence. It, whatever they had a perfect camera angle for it. It was just funny watching that car come out of the middle of the tailor. So finally, we get the restart we've been waiting for all race. We got the three best cars on the course starting out front. Three to go: um, Larson and Elliott front row, Truex second row. Um, I think that the restart would have been better if Truex was out front. Um, because uh, actually, there's two. There's overtime. Both restarts, they played nice, and yeah. it would have been nice to see uh, Truex, if Truex banging. Mix it up on the front. It would have gotten really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we we have a yellow. Alfredo goes around. Um, he was running top ten. He finishes thirty first. Yeah. Uh, he was hit by Bell, who got back in, and we mentioned in the beginning how he. Uh, went down a lap, but he got all the way up to ninth. He was looking to break a string of six straight races without a top 10, but yeah. no, he finishes 24th. And then Eric Almarola's shit luck continues. He was 15th. He gets caught up in the mess. He finishes 27th. Yeah. I, just, I feel so bad for Almarola. It's every week it's something. And every week it's not his fault, which, is you know, that's, that's tough. But so we go into overtime. Uh, like we're saying, it, it was kind of a disappointing to see the nine and the and the five up front there because you know if Truex is is on that on that front row on the restart, it'll get a lot crazier. And even with the Hendrick cars, that you know, whichever one would be on the second row would be fighting to get up there too. And so would have preferred to see that, but you know, that's the nature of this thing, especially with Hendrick dominating right now. They're kind of figuring out the rhythm to 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 plan this the right way for for all cars involved. But um Kyle Larson, I mean, he just he he was an unstoppable force, and, and that was clear. And so, he wins the race. Chase Elliott second, Truex third, Logano fourth, Kyle Busch fifth, Kurt Busch sixth, Ross Chastain BS seventh place finish. But you know, happy for Ross, I guess. Denny eighth, Bowman ninth, Ryan Blaney tenth. Who Blaney was an? I mean, the Penske, all the Penske cars, they didn't really talk about him at all during the race, but 
you know, good 10th place finish for Blaney. Uh, the fourth straight one, two finish for Hendrick. I don't know. They may have they, said they tile, they tied, uh, the record set by Carl Kitekaffer ah. in the fifties. So Mercury Morris and Carl Kitekaffer, uh, poured their champagne down on the ground because that record has been, you know, equal. Yeah, who, who could forget about Kai Kaffer? <laughs> Michael McDowell had another really solid run. He, he was looking, he was looking at a top 10 finish and Suarez, Suarez did just dump him in the last corner. He ended up finishing 28th, which is a bummer. Yeah, it, like I was trying to figure like a lot of people said they had to dust up a couple laps earlier, which I didn't see. But then I like did a Google search and they had a fracas back in Phoenix. Uh, yeah. It was qualifying practice uh, in 2019. So I don't know if this was carried over. That's a pretty long time to be carrying over. Um, yeah, no, I, I do remember that in Phoenix. Um, but two guys that both had a strong race. I don't know. Where did Suarez end up finishing? We have that. I can find out really quickly, but Suarez was up front the entire race too, which, you know, we were talking about track house a little bit, you know, another. Yes, solid I have Suarez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bubba had that bad luck all day. He ended up getting back on the lead lap. I think he got the lucky dog at some point in the, one of those cautions in the third stage and, and finished 14th, which was pretty impressive from him. He was right around that range, uh, at, uh, Coda too, I believe, and didn't end up finishing that well, but. Uh, so we, we, last week, we shamed Chip Ganassi into a sixth and seventh place finish this week. Um, so good on them. And there was actually a, a strongly worded apology from uh, Rick Hendrick Racing for last week's oil filter mishap. Um, and, and they said uh, that. That was fascinating. Said, yeah, they said that uh, Rick Hendrick Racing said that Chip Ganassi deserved a lot better than they got and that is something that won't ever happen again so good on them for for uh, making not that that helps you in the points at all but uh (laughs) it's easy it's easy if you you really feel bad about it give them some of your points and right playoff points and then uh, your sources tell us that uh they're chip ganassi's more about you know losing larson and trying to regroup from that than not actually putting resources into it, which is good to hear. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough pill to swallow, especially as strong as Larson's been this year and something unexpected because they had locked him into a long-term deal. And so I, I get that. I, I get after looking into it a little bit, I get that. Yep. Uh, Richard Childress racing looks strong early, but uh, they end up finishing 13th Austin Dillon, 19th Tyler Reddick. Um, Dillon, he was having issues early on too. Um, I forgot what those, uh, I forgot what those issues were. Um, yeah. What the hell he's, was, oh, God. Well, I mean, they were showing him from the, like first, the, the competition caution, he was having to come out. Oh, his battery. That's right. They had to keep putting a new battery in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, what the hell's going on at Sturas? We mentioned one. I mean, Briscoe 17th, Custer 20th, Harvick 22nd. So much for the beer over the wine because uh, Richard Childress Vineyards finished 19th. And then Almirola uh, 27th. Yeah, none of them were up front the entire race either. Harvick maybe like, you know, in the teens for a little bit, but not good. They got to figure it out. It, it's very strange. Um, 
Larson, perfect 130 points the last two weeks. He won all four stages, two wins. Uh, is he going to run away with the championship? Uh, there's a lot of racing to go. The playoffs, yeah. you know, crazy stuff happens in the playoffs. Yeah, we thought, hey, we thought Hamlick and Harvick were going to be the yeah. two running away with it. It's just amazing, though. He he won a World of Outlaws race a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. He signed up for uh, upcoming Eldora Modifieds. It's just amazing the schedule he keeps. Um, and I, I think, it you know, it helps build the sport, too. You want to get those names out at the ground level and and get people interested in rate. Like I said on a tweet, uh, what did I say? Rising uh something lifts all uh racing but it, it sounded better than it was uh, but just i think if you lift racing on all levels it helps everyone out uh dude, the dude loves to race and i think that getting you know you got people that go out and support these local tracks or whatever whatever level of racing it is and you got different fans you're bringing in when you got a guy like him participating so pretty cool all right point standings update uh, not a ton of movement in the top 20. No one really, no one moved any more than two spots in that top 20. 13th through 17th all stayed the same. Chris Busher has the last playoff spot currently. He's been solid, uh, but but nothing all that special. Um, you know. He'll be in not. trouble with Matty D if Wood Brothers could set a 100th win. Yeah, and, and we know they're, we know they're chomping at the bit for that one and, and <laughs> could be coming sooner rather than later, so. Matty D's 60, 60 back there. Kurt Busch is 63 out. Uh, really good day for Kurt Busch. He needed a day like today. Uh, but gosh, it's just, it, it, he is, it's a tough, it's a tough hill. It's an uphill climb for sure. And, and the more races and the more points we get out there, that the, the, it gets a little bit harder to, to overcome. And so, a uh, really bad day for the six. Ryan Newman drops down to 23rd. I think he came into the day in 20th. So uh, Roush struggling, but yeah, it, it, like I said, it's it, it's going to take a few really good finishes or stealing a win for a lot of those cars at this point to to do anything. So what are our thoughts on uh, road courses? Seven races too much? Not enough? Too much? Definitely not. Uh, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think we need more than seven. Yeah, I, I don't. I I enjoy the. I enjoy. So here here's the way I will say this. I don't like a mazillion races on mile and a half speed on Atlanta and Charlotte and and all those. I, I like mixing it up. I like diversity. I almost wish we had a few more short tracks mixed in there. Maybe 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 six or five road courses and, and add in two more short tracks or something like that. But but I don't hate it. And yeah. I know a lot of people do. Uh, but Sonoma I think produces pretty produces pretty consistently good racing not not anything all that great but mid ohio like i said it's another really good track i don't think it has the infrastructure to support the cup series but it it, it produces fun racing with a lot of but if colleagues in the racing though if colleagues willing to put money there maybe yeah. you know that's a good point that's a good point um and then why i love watkins Glen. um i would like to see like four permanent tracks and then rotate some others because I I know people love the racing up at, at the road course in Montreal. Yeah, um, I've been told Laguna Seca is not very good. It wouldn't be a good one. 
I don't want to see the Indy road course and no, the Charlotte I, road. Yeah, we just need the, to race the regular Indy track. I, I agree. We don't need the Indy road course. Yes. In this past year, the, the, I would say the Daytona road race was better than it's been in the past, but I'm not even I'm not even a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, but it, one thing I would like I question is, and we we had said it in our like early in the season thingy, um, like six of the twenty six are like regular season or road courses, but then you only have one, so basically twenty five percent. But then you come to the playoffs and only one of the the races is a road course, which I don't know. Yeah, I get it uh, because it will. It, since there's fewer playoff races, it, it will start to seem way more concentrated with more, but it is kind of disproportionate. So I think there's still, I, it's obviously, it's very clear they're still tweaking around a lot of, a lot of these new ideas and what they're going to do. And it'll be interesting to see if they really do settle on a set schedule for, you know, next 10 ish years, or if they just keep on tweaking, which I'm fine. Yeah. Honestly, I'm well, fine. And, and, and like you said, you wanted a short course and that, that track out in California is going to be a short track. Yeah. So if you get a race or two there, that helps bring that out. Um, Yeah. All right. right. So coming up, uh, no points race for the Cup Series. We're going to Texas, all three. uh, Xfinity and Trucks, they will have real races for for points. The Cup Series will have the all-star race for the first time at Texas Motor Speedway. Uh, Kind of part of the trade-off deal for for SMI. They, They gave up a points race at Texas so that Coda could host that race in Austin. Uh, and in exchange, they were able to get the all-star race in Texas, which it, it'll be interesting to see how the crowd is there. I, I don't hate it. I think it's a nice change. I was glad we got out to Austin. Um, but, uh, but yeah, all-star race is always a fun time. I kind of enjoy watching it because the drivers are not concerned at all about yeah. finishing poorly. They're just going to be aggressive and do what they They'll can. head straight and, to the traction compound or yeah. Yeah, traction compound, the JL1. seven ninety or whatever. What, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> so, well, that uh, we will talk about that on Friday's episode. Evan talking about uh, jumping in and making this a, a three-person podcast on Friday. We'll see. <laughs> all right. I got a feeling he might be knee-deep in hideaway pizza and forget all about it. Uh, sorry, Hunt Brothers. Cheating yeah. on you, Hunt Brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that'll do it for today's episode. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance 
Thanks for giving me 